following is a podcast from Echo, a student ministry at Victory Family Church. We meet every Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. For more info, check us out on Instagram at echo.victory. What's up, Echo? How you guys feeling today? You guys feeling good? Well, if you don't know me, my name is Mariah Bagden. I'm actually an intern here at Victory Family Church, and it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to be here and speak with you guys. We're actually on week four of our series, Break It Down. Last week, we heard such an awesome message from Kyler Brown. He talked all about friendships. If you missed that message, you can actually head over to our YouTube channel where you'll find all of our previous messages on Victory Students. But today, we're going to be talking all about influence. Can everybody say influence? We're going to be unpacking two thoughts, and we're going to have three action steps. So I'm going to be unpacking what to do when you feel like you don't have any influence, and then also what to do when you feel like you've lost influence. But before I unpack that thought, I want to welcome all of you who are here today. We have our Cranberry Campus right here in person. We love you guys so much. Thanks for coming out. And then we also have our Newcastle family tuning in as well. Can we we give it up for our Newcastle family? We love you guys so much. And then we also have our online campus as well. We love you guys. Make sure you share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But before I pray and get right into my message, I want to remind us why we exist as a church. And it's to help all people realize that God loves them unconditionally. Maybe it's your first time here, and I want you to know that you are family, you belong, and God loves you unconditionally. Amen? Come on, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today, Lord. I thank you, Father, for this opportunity to speak to, to your children, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for every single word that comes out of my mouth will be able to pierce their heart, and they'll be able to see clearly and see you perfectly. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen. So I would like to redefine what we think as a society of what an influencer looks like. Because how many of us know that we think an influencer looks like someone on social media? Someone who gets a lot of likes. Someone who's on TikTok and is constantly getting views. But the definition of an influencer is actually to describe a person who has a large amount of followers. I would like to propose to you today that the one person who accurately describes the definition of an influencer is Jesus. Let's think about his life for a moment. Let's think about Jesus when he lived on the earth. He was a carpenter, which meant he wasn't that wealthy. He lived in a small town called Nazareth of Galilee. He started out with 12 disciples or followers, you can say. Fast forward 2,000 years later today. Christianity has approximately 2.4 billion followers. 2.4 billion. The faith represents about a third of the world's population. That's big. 
Christianity is the largest religion in the whole entire world. A local carpenter with 12 disciples. And we are still talking about him today. Talk about influence. Talk about an influencer. I think we get so caught up on what the world thinks is an influencer. But if we would look at Jesus long enough, we would begin to accurately be able to see the kind of influence he carries. But what I find so interesting about Jesus is that he has all of this influence But he looks at you and me and he says, I want you to carry the exact same influence that I have. In John chapter 16, verse 7, Jesus is speaking. He says, but what I am saying is true. Me going away is for your good. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. What's Jesus talking about in the scripture? He's talking about the Holy Spirit. What he's saying is the same Holy Spirit that lived and breathed on the inside of Jesus when he operated in such influence and such impact, he is saying that is the exact same helper, the exact same influencer that is going to be able to live and breathe on the inside of you to where you will be able to make the exact same impact wherever you go. Our first point for today, you can have influence because the influencer lives in you. Say, I have influence. Come on, let's say it again. Say, I have influence. I strongly believe as Christians, if we would begin to understand the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, if we would begin to understand the kind of influence that we were born for, our schools would look a lot different. Our friend groups would look a lot different. Our homes would look so much different. Think about it. The influence that Jesus had that changed the world lives in you. Jesus says it best in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. Your lives light up the world Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others so that the commendable things that you do will shine as light upon them and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. Jesus is saying, let your light shine. Let your light shine. I don't know why so often as Christians, when we're in school, We think that we have to hide our beliefs in Jesus. That we shouldn't invite people to church. We shouldn't talk about God because maybe we'll get made fun of. Maybe people will think that's not the cool thing to do. But can I tell you, there is a generation that is craving the hope that you have. 
Those that you walk past in school, they crave the love that you possess. They long for the light that you carry. If we would begin to awaken, awaken to the light, awaken to our hope that we have in Jesus, it says so clearly in this past scripture that people will give their praises to God because of it. We believe that if we let our light shine, that people will kind of distance themselves away from us. But it's saying in the scripture, if we would not hide our light, it actually is saying that people will come to Jesus because of it. Come on, it's so good. Do not let the lies of this world tell you that you do not have influence or you won't be able to influence people because I can promise you, you can and you will because you have been equipped by the Holy Spirit. You can and you will. The light shines through you. I remember a specific time I was in middle school. I was actually in eighth grade. And I had a group of friends that I really didn't like to talk to about Jesus. I felt like they would judge me. I felt like that might be the uncool thing to do. And I didn't really think I would be able to influence them. We were at Washington, D.C. for a field trip. We were all in our room. Out of nowhere, the topic of God comes up. I just begin to start speaking stuff just about Jesus, about scripture. Like, I was nervous. I I didn't know how they were going to respond. I didn't know how they were going to look at me, but I just began to talk about Jesus and how he radically transformed my life and how I believe that they should say yes to Jesus too. I was scared. How are they going to respond? Do you know that every single girl that was in that room began to cry and every single one of them began to give their life to Jesus and I led them in a salvation prayer? Come on. You have the exact same influence. It wasn't because I had the right words to say. It was because the Holy Spirit was touching their hearts in such a way to where they could not say no. They, ha- they saw the light. They saw the hope. And I'm telling you, you walk past people every single day that would say yes to Jesus if you just let your influence out. If you begin to just operate in how God sees you. When we take that step of faith and believe what God says about us and what we can do, that's when we see miracles. Our second point for today, you have influence even when you don't feel it or see it. You have influence even when you don't feel it or see it. You're going to meet people who say no to coming to church. Maybe you've already experienced that. You're going to meet people who won't really care to listen to what you have to say about God. And you're going to have this thought in your mind. I lost my influence. I don't have influence anymore. I have no influence. But can I tell you that is yet another lie that the enemy wants you to believe. And next time that that lie comes up to where you think that you have lost influence in your schools, in your friend groups, and in your families, you know what I want you to think of? 
I want you to think about Jesus hanging on the cross. Because I can promise you, people saw Jesus hanging on the cross, and they probably thought, it's over for him. It's over for him and his ministry. Peter just denied him three times. Judas just betrayed him. Not one of his followers are in sight. His ministry is over. He has no more influence. He has lost his influence. I can promise you, people were thinking that as Jesus was hanging on the cross. But what happened three days later? There was an empty tomb, and what began? A revival. Thousands and thousands of people were getting saved, healed, set free. People thought that Jesus had lost his influence, but no, no, it was just beginning. He was just getting started. When you feel like you have no influence or you have lost your influence, I want to encourage you to look at the cross, to begin to believe that God is bigger than what you see. He is working behind the scenes. He is working in the midst. He, it says in scripture that he's working all things together for your good and others. There's even a scripture that says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, for we live by faith, not by sight. We don't live by what we see or how we feel, but we live by faith. We can believe that when we speak to people about Jesus, and maybe they say no right away and they reject it. We can have full faith that God is still working. He is still working behind the scenes. Because you are planting seeds that will one day grow. When I was in high school, I got a lot of no's when I talked about Jesus. A lot of people didn't want to hear it. They had their lifestyle that, 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 that they thought they couldn't involve God in, and, and, and that was fine. And I remember sometimes I did feel a little bit defeated, like, God, I'm telling people about you, and no one really seems to, to, to want a relationship with you. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Have I lost influence? Like, do you know that several people from high school have slid in my DMs, not the way you're thinking, they've slid in my DMs, and they're asking me, Mariah, I remember those words that you said in high school. How do I have a relationship with Jesus now? Mariah, I remember that, that story that you said when, when Jesus radically transformed your life. How do, how do I have a relationship with him now? How do I have that hope that you have? How do I have access to that peace that, that you carry? I want it. You see, in those moments when I was in high school and I felt like I had no influence because people kept saying no, God was like, oh, I'm working in the midst. We need to live by faith, not by what we see. Because Jesus is way too good for people to just walk away. When we begin to understand that it is God's capability, it is God's strength to move and on to influence people all around you. It takes the pressure off you. 
You'll begin to, to walk into, into areas that you were never able to walk in before with boldness, with confidence, because you know the kind of influence that lives on the inside of you. And you know that it's not coming from you. It's coming from the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one and the only Jesus Christ. He is the ultimate influencer. And he wants you to walk in the exact same influence. I have three action steps for us that we're able to take home with us so we can walk and influence and point to Jesus. Our first step is the invitation. I can promise you, you can think of people who you can invite to church that doesn't know Jesus. And maybe you think, all right, but I'm a little bit scared. Like, they've said no already, and I don't want to keep bothering them, you know. I had a friend who told me no several times. I kept being persistent. She's now on fire for God. I encourage you guys to keep inviting your friends to church. There is power in an invitation. Bring them to Echo. If they're older, invite them over to main service. Inviting someone to church can change their life, and you have the influence to be able to do it. Our second action step that we can take is social media influence. If you have social media, great. If you don't, that's awesome as well. But if you have social media, I would encourage you to utilize it for something bigger than yourself. You can post scriptures. You can post encouraging words. And believe that the person who's reading it on the other side of the phone, that the, that the word of God would be so alive and active that it would pierce their heart. And they would give their life to Jesus. That maybe they would message you and ask you a little bit more about this Jesus guy that you keep posting about. There's influence on social media. And you guys can utilize it for the influencer who lives on the inside of you. Our third and final action step that we can take is the power of prayer. The power of prayer. You know you can pray to God and ask him for wisdom, boldness, knowledge. You can ask him to soften one of your specific friends, their hearts, soften their hearts so that they would be able to receive Jesus there is power when you pray because you have the Holy Spirit. You can pray for your schools, your families to come to know Jesus. A prayer can be as simple as, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you're just lining people up in my path. You're lining people up in my path to where I'll just be able to minister to them, Lord. I thank you for the boldness, Lord. I thank you that you've equipped me, you've called me. It's so simple. Talking to Jesus there's power of prayer. This week, I want, I want you to pick one of them, one of the three. We have the three options behind me. The invitation, social media influence, and the power of prayer. You guys have more influence than you think. You don't have to be standing up on a stage. You don't have to have an instrument in your hand. 
Don't forget the influencer lives on the inside of you. The same influencer that lives on the inside of me. The same influencer that lives in Pastor Ben. The same influencer that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of you. And you can make an impact in your schools and make a difference bigger than yourself. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I thank you so much for every single student in this room that is in Newcastle and that is watching online. I thank you, Jesus, that you right now in this moment, you would make yourself so present that they would begin to understand the greatness of who you are, not what their parents have told them, not what their friends have told them, but they would begin to understand for themselves that this isn't just some Sunday school message, but this is life and death. Lord, that they have influence to bring people over to life. Lord, I thank you, Father, for each student's purpose, their calling, and how you've equipped them so uniquely. We praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we all say, amen, amen. If you're in this place today, and you hear that we're talking all about Jesus, and you're like, Mariah, I don't even have a relationship with Jesus. I don't even know him. I want to give you that opportunity today. It'll be the best decision that you will ever make in your whole entire life. And it says in scripture that he will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. If everybody can bow your heads and close your eyes. In this moment, if that's you today, I just encourage you to say yes to the king, to your father, to the one who will never let you down. He will love you to complete wholeness and he'll change your life forever because he did for me. If that's you today in a moment, I'm just gonna count to three you're going to simply just raise your hand. No one's looking around. No one's peeking. This is just between you and God. We're just going to simply pray our prayer out together, and you'll be forever changed. One, two, three. I see that hand. One more moment. This is the best decision you will ever make in your whole entire life. Pray this prayer out together with me. Say, dear Jesus, I need you. I need a savior. I, I, I receive you to be my Lord. I receive you as my father. I am now a child of God. I am forever changed and I'm yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen.